Welcome to the Heels on Water podcast. This is where we learn to walk on the water in our storms with the courage, confidence, and grace we were designed with. I'm your host, Dr. Olette Stevens, and I am glad that you found our boat. So let's put on our heels and get ready to step out on that water. Hindsight is 2020. God's sight is 360. 2020 was a breeze compared to 2021. At least that was my reality. There's no way anyone could have predicted what happened in my life at the end of 2021. I involuntarily joined a club no woman wants to join. I became a widow. That is still hard to say sometimes. Yet, God knew it was coming, and in retrospect, he prepared me for it in ways I did not realize at the time. While I certainly do not like the situation, I appreciate the preparation. My new situation took me by surprise, but I am relieved that God was not surprised. I can rest assured that because he knew what would happen, he prepared me for it. And because of that, I know that he's preparing me now for whatever will happen in my future. You can believe he's doing the same for you too. Hindsight is the luxury of seeing what already happened and deciding what we would do to avoid the outcome we got. You and I know these bold statements can't be validated since we can't turn back time. But we make them anyway. Sometimes all we can do is regret what we did to get the outcome we got. Other times, we need to give ourselves grace and realize that there was nothing different we could have done. We still would have gotten the same result. You know, at best, we can only know right now. I mean, this moment, not one second ahead. Only right now. When we plan and prepare, we're only guessing and assuming. If we have any previous experience that could be applied, we adjust and adapt from hindsight. But girl, you know that's still guessing and assuming because no two situations are completely the same. The person is not the same either. So if a circumstance happens to be repeated, the best anyone can do is an educated guess with heightened awareness of possible potholes. God is perfect and omniscient. Hindsight is something God does not have to deal with because he sees past, present, and future simultaneously. He is the Alpha and the Omega. Therefore, he makes perfect preparations for us that will not need to be adjusted because he knows that we can't do it for ourselves. And if we knew what was coming, we wouldn't move forward in some cases. We might not even get out of bed. No matter how well prepared, there are some storms we would not walk into or move through. Sometimes the cost seems just too high. That was surely the case for me last year. God's sight is vision that sees the plan for the future. He works with the end in mind. The actions on the way to the goal will probably be uncomfortable because growth is uncomfortable. A baby gets more and more cramped as she outgrows the confines of the safe, warm womb. Then, no matter how uncomfortable, the baby must go through the action of birth to continue growing. Going to a new level becomes uncomfortable. Plants must fight through the soil to reach the level where the sun can shine on them so they can continue to get what's needed to grow. Yet, the plant still gets nutrients from the soil on the way up and even afterward because as it grows, the soil it fought now helps it develop roots. 
where it came from, now stabilizes it. Girl, now that's a word right there. In education, before anyone reaches mastery level, new skills must be learned, tried, practiced, and failed through. Yes, failed through. Mastery is never achieved without discomfort. The goal cannot be reached without discomfort of some sort at some point for somebody. After the goal is reached, the discomfort becomes a memory, especially when the goal endures. Hey, let me ask you something. Do you truly believe God knows what you need at all times, even the hard times and the times when his decisions hurt? Do you trust his decision-making? If so, here's a hard truth. When he allows things and people to leave us, we must not need them to move forward, regardless of how endeared and beloved they were. Listen to that again. When he allows things and people to leave us, we must not need them to move forward. We want them because they were comfortable. We miss them, sure. But their purpose for us was fulfilled. If your situation hit you anything like mine hit me, you've probably cried plenty of tears over this reality. Go ahead and cry some more, if and when you need to. Psalm 56.8 records David saying to God, You keep track of all my sorrows. You've collected all my tears in your bottle. You have recorded each one in your book. In the next verse, David records, This I know, God is for me. There may not be an actual physical bottle, but this tells me that as a good father, God tracks and remembers my tears. I can take stock that he will comfort me, as it says in Psalm 34, 18, and will eventually take me to where my tears are wiped away forever, as it says in Revelation 21, 4. God prepares us for the new levels when we outgrow the current one. Toddlers certainly have a distinct set of needs. Fifth graders need different things than the toddler. A high schooler needs different things than the previous two. Admit it, usually the previous needs don't carry over into the new level. High schoolers need to release the toddler blanket before they can use the keys to the car to go to their job. Good parents will make sure their children are prepared for the levels ahead and not holding on to things that would hinder their children's development. God sees what we will need for our new levels. Sometimes, our growth requires taking something away that we would be dependent upon for too long, inappropriately, or in place of God. There's no one and nothing that can do more for us than God can. God sees and works toward the long game. Sometimes our new level actually plays into the long game, and we're part of a broader foundation to help others coming behind us. As a loving father, God works toward what is best for us as a family. But sometimes, that doesn't feel good to us individually. Believe me, becoming a widow, I know and have felt this reality as much as anyone can. Have you seen the picture of the little girl holding the teddy bear and Jesus is asking her to give it to him? She looks at him with a doubtful expression. She's too small to see the larger bear Jesus is holding behind his back with his other hand. He is asking her to trust him and to sacrifice the bear she knows and loves now for something else better that he has for her. God wants to graduate us to another level so he cannot allow us to keep what is not needed or would get in the way, especially 
if he already knows something else is coming and we need to make room for it. Admittedly, I did not take physics. I wasn't that smart. But I know at least one law of physics. Two things cannot occupy the same space at the same time. You got to give up what's in your hand so you can hold a new thing. God will never take away something only to replace it with something of lesser value to you. That's not something a loving father would do. So why would it make sense that a loving heavenly father would? Matthew 7.11 says that our heavenly father will do above and beyond any earthly father can. This past year has been the hardest in my entire life. There have been so many changes I needed to go through. So many changes I would not have volunteered to go through. Yet, if you could see my inspiration wall in my living room, you'd see a picture I had to get right after my husband passed. To be honest, I bought several things to put on my wall because I'm visual and I knew I needed to have several reminders hanging around. One in particular says, I trust the next chapter because I know the author. Change can be tough and growth can be uncomfortable. But one thing is for certain. God is always with you, thinking about you, loving you, and preparing your way. At best, you can see what has happened, but God sees all, past, present, and future, and always knows exactly what you need at each stage. Now, here are some steps I used to release my blanket this year. First, decide to face the future head on. It is a decision. You have to be fully honest with yourself and with God about where you are and how you feel. His shoulders are strong enough to take it. You won't hurt his feelings. Also, be steady. Remember when Peter was called out to walk on the water? couple things went wrong there. First, Peter lost perspective of his own authority. He was in charge but forgot. Then he got hysterical. And then he forgot to be steady. Another thing is the enemy amplifies the storm. The storm the enemy puts in front of you, it can't take you out. But your fear can take you out. And that's what he helps to heighten during his version of the storm that he amplifies in your mind. And then third, Peter failed to believe that he had what it took to make it through. God has equipped you with what you need to take the steps he puts in front of you. Don't forget the power of God's presence. The fact that you have God with you promises you will make it out okay. Step two, read God's word. Remember that God is always with you and that condemnation isn't from God. So anything you hear about not being good enough is not from God. And everything you need can be found in his word. A third step is change your perspective. Remember that you can't fix the storm. Let me say that again. You cannot fix the storm. But instead of trying to fix it, focus on getting to the other side of it. Remember that God has let you go through this so you can get a closer, unique relationship with him because we learn the most about God during our storms. And the fourth step is build or accept your community. I mean, recognize who among your friends will be in your core group in your boat with you. And if you're not sure who they are, you may discover that you already have a community around you which will rise 
as your storm gains strength. That's what happened with me. Next, don't hide, even if it's your default response. No one can help you if they can't see you. Let people know you need help. And think about this. Seeing you walk through your storm may be a model to help someone else walk through theirs, especially if they doubted that they could. And then don't fall into performance mode. Don't try to be what you're not, especially if you don't have the energy for it. Don't try to be unmovable or unshakable. And certainly don't try to be strong if that's not what you're feeling right then. At best, let that be what other people perceive about you, but not what you consciously try to do. For example, people told me I was being strong, but I told them I'm just doing the next logical step to survive this storm. The next logical step that made sense for me. So here's your chance. You got to release the blanket too, so you can drive to the levels God has already prepared for you. Are you ready? I'm looking forward to being out here on the water with you. So follow the Heels on Water podcast so you know when the next episode leaves the dock. And share the podcast with a woman you care about. Heels on. Eyes up. Talk to you next Tuesday.